Hello everybody and welcome back to The Small Introvert and I am your podcaster Sally and, and in today's podcast it's gonna be as I promised myself but it, today it's gonna be a little bit more about my personality. Now I know a lot of you are who know me they're like oh you're funny you're this you're that you're that but y'all don't know what is my Myers and Briggs identity testing. Now Here's the funny thing. Let me just give you a bit of a background. At the beginning of four years ago now, four or five, <laughs> five years ago now in August when I took my first uh, MBTI testing, I was a INFJ, meaning an advocate personality with a turbulency over 85%. Now, today, five years later, and I might do it five years more, if not next year, if God gives us the power to do so, or if I, even if I find my time. The shit show is that <laughs> I turned out to become a INTJ meaning an architect personality and an analyst to be more specific now the shit show about it is that in the beginning of my uh, testing in 2018 I was about 75% introverted and I always felt like I was an introvert so it's totally fine but the thing is I am more of a introvert extrovert I would say meaning I have the strength to talk to people or even to come up with ideas or hold up public shows or like like like, uh, like this having a show and where I come and talk and I know I'm talking to a lot of people at Cinta so I have that sentiment of oh I know what I'm gonna do I know what it's like now the issue is it's a battery that I have which is a battery of the capacity of triple A I literally have a capacity of a five-year-old to be able to hold a straight-up conversation before trying to <laughs> before starting to become a little bit overwhelmed and it happens to me it happens to everybody it happens to me usually in university specifically now with an INTG T personality there is a lot of things but to be more specific well a lot of people don't know about us introverts in general or specifically INTGs or INFJs or INFJ is probably the rarest personality that you could get and at the beginning of the podcast yes I was feeling like that because I was I grew up in a sense of I had to become an advocate to who I was but nowadays and as I grew older because let's not forget I was 19 when I started this podcast now I'm 25 so there is a lot of <laughs> I don't like to call it that way but there is a lot of character buildup or character development that has happened throughout the years for me so 
let's not forget that so like always keep that in mind when you're talking to an introvert and specifically to someone who is exposed to the internet every single day and what I mean by uh, exposed I mean I stream on Twitch I write I do podcasts I before that I used to be a photographer so just to let you all know like I always was exposed to people I was always exposed to art I was always exposed to creativity and that has had made a very big impact to me and specifically now as COVID and as well we're still in COVID so don't get your hope a little bit up so okay but that's yeah that's the case with me specifically so just to let y'all know now here's the thing usually with an INT meaning an introverted intuitive person which is what the N actually stands for or a INT meaning an introverted intuitive thinker they are very rare so just to let y'all know like we are kind of the rare breed of the horses and here's the thing most people who are in that sentiment they are women so like you have to think of it like um how to say this you have to think of it in the sense of we were i don't like to say that i don't like to say it this way but it's kind of like we were conditioned to become like this and that's why most women are introverted than men again this is a general rule so it does not apply to anybody okay uh, to everybody not to anybody to everybody so just to let you all know now let me cut to the shit chat and let me read the introduction to my personality testing now here's the thing i'm not gonna read the entire profiling because it's way too long but i will write i will read probably about three to four of them and that's about it so here we go with the introduction the introduction begins with thought constitutions the greatness of man man is a reed the feeblest thing in nature but he is a thinking reed quote by blaise pascal it can be lonely at the top as one of the rarest personality types and one of the most capable architects INTGs know this all too well. Rational and quick-witted architects pride themselves in their ability to think for themselves, not to mention their uncanny knack for seeing right through phoniness and hypocrisy. But because their minds are never at rest, architects may struggle to find people who can keep up with their non-stop analysis of everything around them. A pioneering spirit. Architects question everything. Many personality types trust the status quo, relying on the conventional wisdom and other people's expertise to guide their lives. But the ever skeptical architects prefer to make their own discoveries. In their quest to find better ways of doing things, they are not they aren't afraid to break the rules or risk disapproval. In fact, they rather enjoy it. 
But as anyone with this personality type would tell you, a new idea isn't worth anything unless it actually it actually works. Architects want to be successful, not just inventive. They bring a single-minded drive to their work, applying the full force in their insight, logic and willpower, and heaven help anyone who tries to slow them down or enforcing pointless rules or offering poorly thought out criticism. Architects independent at the core want to shake off other people's expectations and pursue their own ideas. This personality type comes with a strong independent streak. Architects don't mind acting alone, perhaps because they don't like waiting around for other people to catch up with them. They generally prefer making decisions without asking for anyone's input. At times, this lone wolf behavior can come across as insensitive as it fails to take into consideration other people's thoughts, desires, and plans. It would be a mistake, however, to view architects as uncaring, whatever the stereotype about their stoic intellect. These personalities feel deeply. When things go wrong or when they hurt others, Architects are personally affected and spend much time and energy trying to figure out why things happened the way they did. They may not always value emotion as a decision-making tool, but they are authentically human. A thirst for knowledge. Architects can be both the boldest of dreamers and the bitterest of pessimists. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. For me personally, I dream of big things. And here's the thing, because I am an architect personally, and you will see this later on, I plan for everything. And I mean the minute things of all. However, when I get a very big roadblock and I cannot move forward unless I do something illegal, um, I become the biggest pessimist. <laughs> and I mean it. And here's the thing, you're gonna be like, but Sally, you're you. Yes, I am me. And me being me and being someone who has ADHD, but also who is a freaking <laughs> who is one of the rarest personalities. There's a lot of people don't well, they cannot exactly understand me. And you will see what I what I mean it. Here's the thing. So, let me just go back to the text and read it out. They believe that through willpower and intelligence they can achieve even the most challenging goals. But these personalities may be cynical about the human nature more generally assuming that most people are lazy, unimaginative, and simply doomed to mediocrity. Yeah. People with the architect personality type derive much of their self-esteem from their knowledge and mental acuity. In school, they may have been called bookworms or nerds, but rather than taking these labels as insults, many architects embrace them. They recognize their own ability to teach themselves about and master any topic that interests them, whether that's coding, curperia, or classical music, or also writing and netting. Architects don't just learn new things for show, they genuinely enjoy expanding the limits of their knowledge. Architects can be single-minded with a little patient of frivolity, distraction, and idle gossip. That said, they are far from dull and homeless. 
many architects are known for their errant wit and beneath their serious exteriors they often have a sharp delightfully sarcastic sense of humor I might add also dark I mean I was 13 when I learned about necrophilia so, and how to hide blood don't ask how I know or why <laughs> But yes, <laughs> I know what I know. <laughs> Social frustrations. Architects aren't known for being warm and fuzzy. They tend to prioritize rationality and success over politeness and pleasantries. In other words, they would rather be right than popular. That may explain how many fictional villains are modeled on this personality type. I still do not understand why. Why do you... I'm sorry. Why? Because architects value truth and depth, most common social practices from small talk to white lies may seem pointless and downright stupid to them. As a result, they may inadvertently come across as rude or even offensive when they're only trying to be honest. At times, architects may wonder whether dealing with other people is even worth the frustration. But unlike but like any personality type, we do crave social interaction. They would just prefer to surround themselves with people who share their values and priorities. Often they can achieve this by just being themselves. When architects pursue their interests, their natural confidence can draw people to them, professionally, socially, and even romantically. The chess, uh, the chess game of life. Architects are full of contradictions. And I mean it. You will see what I mean. <laughs> they are imaginative yet decisive, ambitious yet private, curious yet focused. From the outside, these contradictions may seem baffling, but they make perfect sense when you understand what we are or what our brains and their work is. <laughs> For these personality, life is like a giant game of chess. Relying on strategy, then on chance, Architects contemplate the strengths and weakness of each move before they make it. They never lose faith that, with enough ingenuity and insight, there's a way to win. Obviously, no matter what the challenge that arise along. And here's the thing. I will tell you some of the most known INTGs that a lot of people don't know of. One of them is Friedrich Nietzsche, Michelle Obama. Elon Musk, Christopher Nolan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Colin Powell, Samantha Power, Walter White from Heisenberg, Peter Yelich, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones, Yainfe of Weinberg, The Witcher, Gandalf the Grey, Lord of Rings and there is why hold on hold up hold up pause everything calculating wizard huh who knew ow ow my nose I fear I am beyond your comprehension Gandalf the White from the Two Towers few characters in literature are as enigmatic and intriguing as Gandalf the first the gray first the gray then the white from J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings novel, his wonderment guidance. Oh god, oh god. 
Hold on, hold on, my brain just stopped writing. His wisdom and guidance prove invaluable as he leads human, dwarf, and elf, and hobbit alike on their journey through the Middle Earth. A lawyer reader. A lawyer. Oh god. A loyal reader. Ah! <laughs> I'm so sorry, it's just my brain is a little bit off the hook. A loyal leader. Oh Jesus. This wizard strives to both protect and push his friends to stand up and fight for what they believe in. He has little patience for those who fail to use logic or common sense. Ahem. Ahem. Pippin. That would be Pippin. Yes. And doesn't hesitate to speak his mind if he feels it's necessary. Full of a tuck. <laughs> oh, yo, yo. Okay, hold on. So he's introverted, intuitive. He's a thoughtful person, judging, assertive, conclusions. So, from what I'm seeing is that Gandalf is a very complex character who is intrigued and inspired readers for generations, hopefully to disprove inquiry. Huh, that is very interesting. That is very, very interesting because here's the thing. Gandalf, I would, I would always thought that he was a... Uh, he was not an INTG. I always thought he was like a. That uh, he was actually an INFJ. Because here's the thing an INFJ is more of a leader than an INTG. Again, I am a mix of both, so I know what it's like. Well, technically, I am a mix of both. Oh, jeez. So yeah, but here's the thing from for our for our personality. Here's the thing: what our very strengths is that we are rational, informed, independent, determined, curious, and original. Now, when it comes to our weakness, and I know this is gonna sound weird, but we are very knowledgeable but we can come out to be more harsh and single-minded and even arrogant and i know here's the thing you're gonna be like but sally you don't say it like that yes i do <laughs> and here's the thing i'm more introverted than anybody else so it's even worse and i can be also very dismissive of emotion overly critical and much more specifically not critical to others but I'm more of critical to myself and I would rather be in a arbitrary standard and have criticism that is very very high and very harsh than to understand a human nature or understanding that there are people who would do uh, this type of thing. So yeah, we could be also combative, which uh, uh, I mean, this depends. It depends on what it is and depends on the situation. But for me specifically, it would be I cannot do something or I cannot do something if I don't know why. For example, when it comes to religion, if I don't know why I am doing it, I'm not going to do it, including for the example like Let's say, for example, um, a woman has to hide her beauty for her husband. This is something that is said 
in Islam and it's specifically said to people who are uh, like I don't know how to in Islam it's said to people who are very beautiful now I do understand from a side but from another side when you see in society is that everyone is getting hit on those who are hiding their beauty and those who are not so I'm like what's the point you know I mean yes I'm not gonna be wearing a freaking mini dress when I wear hijab but still I am wearing something that is comfortable to me and I know it's not gonna get me hit on because the last time that I that that happened I almost broke someone's arm so yeah uh, also there is something that is very weird about me and is that I am awkward now what I mean by I'm awkward I mean I am socially clueless if I am in this in a construct where you have to be a social aware person or socially composed yeah that's not me <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry like, I'm, no no sir Sorry, that would not be me. And now my battery is falling down. And I'm not saying like my battery as in the battery of my like not the battery of my of my life, but I'm like battery of my brain. I'm shutting down. So other than this, I'll let y'all be happy. Peace out. Also, don't be a dickhead, please. If you see an INTG around you, or you have one in your family, please, uh, just make it worse for us. We're already, like, introverted cocoons. Especially if we were people who are very, very socially awkward. Please. Like, as an advice from someone who is an INTG, please. <laughs> just bear with it. If not bear with it, just join us, okay? Like, seriously. Here's the thing, like, if you don't make it up, just dress it up, okay? See y'all. Smell you later. <laughs>